0: This is a podcast from Rover. This is the JJ and Flinny
1: Catch-Up. Subscribe now.
0: More FM.
2: Got the polar plunge or whatever it's called. Not the plunge. The polar blast hitting the country this week.
1: Always reminds me of the old ad for polar pops. I'm yeah. um, the polar pop bear, polar pop, polar... Remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> will oh have really? to find that.
2: Yes, we will have to. Uh, chicken. Chicken. Last night I had a friend come over. Yeah. Kath. And uh, we had a few wines. And she was in, like, she, she doesn't have to work today. So she was in a really party, party, party yeah. mood and I was not. But anyway, <laughs> um, she, she, you know, she wanted to watch The League.
1: Oh, yeah, the State of Origin. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we yeah. put
2: The League on and even though I had no interest in it, sorry about it. And, um, but she was, she was, like, wanting to FaceTime everyone. She's like, see who's up, who wants to chat to us, etc. So I rang Dr. Dave because he's a massive League fan. Yeah, right? yeah he loves it. He, he rejected our call. And I was like, what are you doing? He said, oh, I'm watching the league on my phone, so I can't oh, talk to you.
1: Fair call. So, yep. then,
2: so then Kath goes, oh, call Flinny, call Flinny. So we called Flinny, and no answer, Flinny.
1: No, I was, I was dead to the world by then. Were yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, it was a bit late. So then <laughs> she said, ring George, ring George. So we rang Control Room George. <laughs> uh, I think I, you might need some theme music on standby for this, Flinny. Oh, have we got that? Can you guess what Control Room George was doing? What? What time was it? Oh, about 10 o'clock, maybe. He was in bed. With his girlfriend, watching Country Calendar.
1: <laughs> George! Oh, here it is, here it is. Well,
2: hang on, oh, let's put him on. What are you saying, George? Can we put George on?
1: It is the best show on TV. What
2: was on? What was happening last night? Oh
1: man, it was interesting. It was, it was this farmer in the Marlborough Sounds who um, farms um, mussels yeah. and he also grows roses and wine. Busy fella. Wow. He says as he sips his cup of tea. Crikey dick. <laughs> You know, get the man some Withers Originals in a blanket, God. will you? <laughs> okay.
2: He was having a ragey time last night. Speaking of that,
1: Chicken. speaking of ragey times, yes. um, went to the pub with some friends yesterday afternoon. Mm. And just just off the cuff sort of thing, there's a, there's a new local pub near us. So we yep. went in there, had a great time, had some food, and there yep. was a, a jazz band playing. It was all very nice. And kind of one of those ones when you, everyone just gets a bit carried away. And then we ended up at my friend. Dan and Kristen's place, and now yeah. Uber driver came in and was hanging out with us. <laughs> he was just sitting on the couch having a good old well, yarn. Did you Tell him to wait for you or something. Yeah, I said, do you want to just come in for a bit? I don't. Know. He's like, what? Why? No, 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 come in. So he came oh, in. So you invited him. Yeah, in. he was having a good old chat, and then I said, oh, it's really late. Must be going. And everyone cracked up laughing, looked at my um, looked at my phone. It was six forty five p.m. <laughs> you know that? You know when you think it's really late, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. that was me. Is that why you didn't answer last night? Because you were fast asleep I was out by of, 8 I'll, o'clock? Yeah, I was gone. I, I reckon 7.30 probably. Right a rager.
0: Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Facebook.
1: Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM. Um, I had to record my six-year-old Alex um, over the weekend because <laughs> we're, la- we're very lucky we've got a PlayStation mm-hmm. and it's real cool and I even like playing on it a little bit now. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would, but anyway.
2: Yeah, you've been playing your daughter's game. <laughs> on the dressing up the horses or whatever.
1: And it goes on these really cute adventures and you've got to, like, help her friend. This is in the horse game, right? Mm. It's for my 10-year-old daughter. You've got to help her friend find the ingredients for a stew to make for dinner. So you need to go galloping around on your horse. Then you hop off and you yeah.
2: Oh, so you get get over here and get some parsley. Yeah, and then you yeah. go. Yeah, I was bay oh, leaves
1: actually. Okay. They were up on a rock, and then you have to go somewhere <laughs> else and pick up some meat from a butcher. Right. And then there's some other veggies hidden. Oh no, you have to go to a veggie patch and find the farmer and get some. Oh, it's pretty cool. Cute. It's not really made for a 41 year old man, is it? Do you um, know what the
2: name of the game is? In case anyone's uh, asking. Yes.
1: Yes. Spirit. Okay. Uh, so you know that uh, that horse cartoon Spirit that's yes. on Netflix. It's not. It's it's, it's that. Yeah. It's animated. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The game, okay. I mean, I don't know if many 41-year-old men would like it, but I do. Um, <laughs> I'm not normal, and, I suppose. I
2: mean, like, whatever, each uh, yeah, to their
1: own. Exactly. Uh, but here's, here's where it got, gets a bit murky and dark. So, Alex Flynn, my six-year-old, is very loving, very sweet t- t- child, as you know. Yes. But listen to what he asked me for on Saturday.
3: Daddy, I want you to get Call of Duty for me.
1: Call of Duty?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: But that's R18.
3: I know it's r18, but I've got a really, really grown-up brain. I've got a what? have you? I've got the brain from a 25-year-old. <laughs> You've got
1: the brain of a 25-year-old.
3: Get me
2: Call of Duty what? right now.
1: Okay. I don't know what? who's... Oh, no. He's a demon underneath it all. I know. I don't know what these kids have been talking about at school. He's not having R18 game. It's like a war game. <laughs> Who told him he had the brain of a 25-year-old? <laughs> <do> I <laughs> Dream on, sunshine.
2: Wow. Kids are quite sassy with the way that they request things. They aren't are. Things, aren't they? I just want... So, no for you? Is it a no? No, absolutely
1: Good. not. Good. Absolutely not. Good. But um, it got me thinking, kids often want to be... You know, when you're a kid, mm. you want to be older than you are. You want to do growing up things... You you want to do adult things, don't you? Yeah. So I thought we could open the lines now on 0800 more FM or text 559. What growing up stuff are your kids always trying to get or try to do, right? Mm. What growing up things do they want to do? You know, do they want to go out to a nightclub with you? <laughs> do they want to drive a car when they're seven years old? I bet they want to join Instagram. Oh, yeah. Or Snapchat. Oh, God. I'll try and hold that off for as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, you've got a five-year-old daughter. What does she want?
4: All she wants for Christmas is a bra. Oh wow, wow!
2: <laughs> Does that just? Yeah. Do you think that will make her feel growing up? Uh probably. You yeah. probably think she's an adult if she gets one. Right. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cute. Uh,
1: that's probably a bit nor- mean, quite can, normal, isn't it? Because they see mum or uh, other other women they know, and they think, oh, "I want to be like that." You know? Do you reckon, Melissa? Mm.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, she tries to steal mine and mine. mine. You're not wearing that still
2: today. That might be why. I saw, a re- uh, you know, about a year or two ago, some, someone saying they are selling lingerie for kids, which, and everyone was up in arms about it. But when you think about it, maybe, maybe they do need like little kids' bras for little girls who want, who okay. want to be an adult. I mean, yeah. It doesn't have to be sexy, you could just be made of cotton and, you know,
1: Good maybe. Good point. Thank All you, right. Melissa. Um, Megan, you've got a young child. How, how old are they? He's four.
2: Okay. Okay, and what does he want to do that's beyond his years?
4: Um, He cleans, um, he loves cleaning, so I will be upstairs and suddenly have a vacuum cleaner going and realise that he's tidied up downstairs Wow! and decided that it needs a vacuum. (laughs) Um, Sometimes I've been tired in the morning and then told him to go upstairs and then go up and he's unpacked my dishwasher (laughs) and started making his own lunch. Oh
2: my God. What, does he need a babysitter? Because he can come round to my house and I'll look after him for you if you like. Yeah, he, can, he can come around and
1: look after my kids. That's amazing. <laughs> if oh. he's got an
4: early morning start, he'll unpack your dishwasher and probably oh. vacuum the
1: house for
2: you. Oh, oh my gosh. Awesome. Whatever <laughs> you've yeah. done there, you've done a great job, Megan. I <laughs> know. thank you very
4: much. You're I'm welcome. to continue.
2: Yeah, keep up. Have more kids. <laughs> got to get our mate on, Dave Atkinson from the Parenting Place. Hey, th- thanks again, Dave, for coming on our show. I know we call you a lot. Um, we just have <laughs> so many fine. so many parenting issues <laughs> And uh, Flynn, he's got a doozy today
1: I do, Dave Look, um, my six-year-old Alex um, He's pretty damn cool And pretty damn cute But um, nice. I'm lucky enough to have a PlayStation And I've got him some age-appropriate games He's asked me for Call yeah. of Duty um, He's okay. six That's an R18 game mm. And obviously oh. I'm not going to let him have it <laughs> But I um, was wondering do you, do you think there's actually any harm In kids playing R18 games?
5: I, I would I would say generally we want to stick to those age limits. You know, they're, they're, they're put there for a good reason and there's some smarter people than me that have decided what age is appropriate. But um, I guess my question would be, what what's the goal of, of him being on the video game? Is it, is it like bonding time or is it just actually you need a bit of a break and so chuck him in front of the PlayStation?
1: I'm going to be really honest, and I, <laughs> I have four children. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is a break, but it is bonding time as well sometimes, yeah.
5: Yeah, you've got to do what you've got to do. I totally get it. And, um, and so the general rule of thumb with screen times is try and avoid it before two. But equally, if you've got a home with four kids and you're stressed out or, or you just need a bit of a break because you're human, then um, then putting kids in front of a, a TV or, or a gaming console is not a bad thing at all. But yeah, I definitely encourage people to stick to those age restrictions. And um, same with social media. You know, it's Just start the way you want to finish with your kids and, um, and just blame, blame those age restrictions on the, on the, the big bad game developers You could say, I'd love you to play this. But it's their
1: fault <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 Yes that is good They'll come and arrest me yes. That is good yes. I like That'll that That'll
2: work till he's about 8 or 9 And then he'll get 7 <laughs> And he <he'll> goes go
0: Rubbish <laughs> Keep up to date With JJ and Flinny On Instagram Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM
1: Plenty
2: you've seen Something pretty
1: cool In your neighbourhood Haven't you Yeah there's a sign place And they've got this sign With lettering On the side of the road They, they normally write jokes On there Yeah There's been something Very different on there um, Claire you're involved in this Can you tell everyone The story about What's on that side
6: Line? I can, yeah. So, it, it's actually a ball proposal from my son to his girlfriend. Yes. Uh, they've been dating for a wee while, and um, obviously they're both in year 12, so the ball is a hot topic of conversation at the minute, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's coming up, it's in August, and um, so basically they were chatting about the ball, and she made some comment that like she hadn't actually been invited to the ball. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so then then the whole uh, conversation went to uh, what's been done in the past and then the whole YouTube scenario of weird and wonderful uh, proposals that people do nowadays. Mm. So, um, so he came up with this idea that he'd like to ask her on one of these signs. And he was looking around and they were all, uh, if you've seen on all the highways these days, they have all the big signs, the electrical ones. So he was looking at those, and I was like, well, that might be a little bit expensive, that so <laughs>
7: yeah, yeah. <laughs> let,
6: let's just scale this back a bit. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm, I'm a local in Fungaporoa and um, we use Karen a lot for work, and I, I always look at the sign. So you drive past, and it's kind of like a feel-good moment. She puts really good things on there.
1: Yeah, she does, actually. Who's it's, Karen? It's, it's the p- person that runs the <laughs> sign place, and right. uh, they've always kind of got jokes or uh, inspirational stuff, don't they, Claire?
6: They do, and it's just kind of a feel-good moment, I and mean, you, mm. you 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 drive past and you always end up with a smile on your face. Yeah. So I kind of figured that that would be a good idea, so I approached Karen, and um, she was very good and generous, and she offered the sign to know her for free. So um, him and Macy liked, liked the film Up, so that kind of come into the equation, and... The whole balloon scenario, well, that's from the movie. Right. And so there's balloons,
2: asked, balloons attached but, to the sign so
6: There's balloons, yeah. And then Noah said, um, "Macy, are you up for going to the ball with me?" And then he bought uh, Macy a little Pandora charm.
1: Aww. Oh. And obviously, hopefully, Macy said yes. Did she? She did. She
6: did say <laughs> yes. When, when did yes. she see the sign? Like, how do how did he know she was going to see it? Well, we didn't, and she was actually at lunch with a friend in a reware for a yeah. birthday, so we were, he was a bit worried. So we, we took a picture of the actual um, sign with yeah. Noah Stud in it, and then we sent that to her, yeah. but she actually had to drive past, and she's just passed her restricted. <laughs> so she drove past, and she saw the sign, and then she came straight round to see Noah, and she was very excited. Aww. But I don't, think, I don't think we kind of expected there to be so much um, momentum come behind it. There's yes. like about one... 1,400 likes or something (laughs) on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: awesome. It's very cute. Hey, Claire, thank you so much for sharing that cute little story with us, mate. We love it.
6: No worries. Thanks very much.
0: This is the JJ and Flinny catch-up. Subscribe now.
1: More FM.
6: Flinny
2: got a special guest on the phone.
1: I'm excited. Yeah,
2: her name's Courtney Olsen. She's from the US. She has crushed the world record Literally. for crushing watermelons with her thighs. Okay, so <laughs> yes. she burst three watermelons with her thighs in just seven and a half seconds. Now that is a woman I want to meet, or at least talk to. So hi,
4: Courtney. Hi. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, girl,
2: hey! Hey, <laughs>
1: Courtney, this is this is a very oh u- unique record um, <laughs> that you've got. How did you come about <laughs> to be the world watermelon crushing champ?
7: Well, I started this thing like over a decade ago, and I was not going to stop at anything to take my record back. So. It was a lot of practice, and I'd been doing it for a long time, and I finally said, you know what, we're going to take this back. We did it in conjunction with the grand opening of my first store, I have a clothing line called Girl Clothing, and it's all about women empowerment. So JJ could do it. I don't know about you, mate, because you guys have precious (laughs) cargo in the way. Oh, does it get right up in there, does it? Yeah, 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 yeah. You've literally got to touch your body with it because that's where our center of gravity is. Okay. And so it's really more of a, it's it's like, yes, it's a demonstration of strength, but I have an eight-week training program on my website, and I would love to see you two both do it and then have a showdown because in the U.S. august 3rd is yeah. national watermelon day right i know it's winter out there right now <laughs> yeah. so but if it'd still be fun i think you two should train and give it a go and we'll have a battle of the sexes
1: is it more about courtney is it more about, is it your thighs is it your core strength what are you mainly using to crush the watermelon
7: mainly it's thighs so yeah. it's your your adductors you know you're definitely using some core but your glutes all of your legs so it's it, but there's a lot of techniques too so mm. I've mastered and crafted this technique which is all in this training manual so there's a little bit of t- how to pick out a watermelon and I will say <laughs> the watermelons that you guys grow out there are way harder I'm oh. Gonna you know.
2: <laughs> oh so we need to import a good watermelon everything
7: out and that you guys are just like way more you're just beasts out there everything <laughs> your produce your athletes yep. so just be prepared but yeah, you got to find a watermelon that's got like a creamy yellow spot so you know that oh, it's ripe. Yes, yes. Yep. And you've got to get – organic is better than not organic. And you got to get it close to your body. You need to wear shoes. <laughs> you need to wear shorts. Yeah. You need it to stick to your skin. <laughs> and you just extend your legs like it's a nutcracker. Wow. And you visualize it exploding. Sometimes I imagine my husband's head. <laughs> not often. That is so okay, awesome. so so if
1: people wanna wanna learn how with your training program, what's your website, Courtney?
7: Yeah, my website it's just my first and my last name, so it's Courtney dot com.
1: Courtney, it's been an honor to have you on the show with us. 10-20 ha-
7: at night. I'm honored to talk to you. I love your country. I love all of you, and I really want to see you two battle it out. I want to see who can crush it.
2: Well, we might have to start with something a little
7: softer, like maybe a mango, but
2: we'll see how we go. <laughs> we'll
7: see, I, I'll be on standby waiting for the results, and I am grateful for the opportunity, and thank you so much for having me on the show.
0: Thank you, Courtney. JJ and Flinny.
7: Just spoke to
2: a wonderful woman who uh, is really good at crushing watermelons between her thighs. Uh, she, she trains for this. Uh, she, she does look like a very muscly woman who does. obviously does yeah. a lot of working out. But she says there is a skill to it. And she sort of challenged Flinny and I to well, not crush a watermelon. What? But yeah. Just start small, maybe with a balloon. Okay. And uh, that's what we've decided to do today.
1: I think this is going to be a lot harder than you reckon, eh? Because like, I know it's only air and a balloon. But mm. you've got to really squeeze it so it pops. Do yeah. so you want me to go first?
2: Yes, okay, so you could lie down or sit down or you're going to stand up, are you?
1: I don't really want to... I've got to be careful because I've got extra bits that you don't quite have, I'm pretty oh. sure. The,
2: the worst you'll get is a little slap from a bit of pinging latex.
1: Oh, no, what if I squash my bits in between my legs? Oh, not going to happen. Oh! oh yes! Whoa! Yes! <laughs> that actually made me made my head hurt a bit.
2: That Ooh. was fast. Ooh, okay. You did that standing up. Yeah. Maybe that's a trick.
1: Okay, you're up, Feeney.
2: Catch the balloon, put it between my- Maybe all my
1: working out's paying off, okay.
2: Oh, I don't like balloons (laughs) popping.
1: Okay, now squeeze those thighs together. Come on, girl. This
2: is good for my kegels, (laughs) (laughs) i Keep going, keep going, Feeny. My
1: glutes. Keep going. Keep squeezing. Ah. Come on, girl.
7: Oh, God,
1: I can't (laughs) even, I'm squishing it together as much as I possibly can. (laughs)
2: told I've got thunder thighs, child-bearing hips.
1: How's that? I had to give Feeney a helping Thanks hand for a, stabbing with a pen there. <laughs> how do you, Your face has gone dark red. I feel
2: like I'm just... Oh, you, know that, you know how bad you push when you're blocked up? <clears throat> That's what it felt like.
1: I...
0: Like, I I'm aware of what you're talking about. Perhaps you need to eat some more fiber. Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Facebook. Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM. More FMs. Pop quiz.
1: Let's go to Wanaka now to Lockie. Give us a weather report there, Lockie. Too cold for us. Too Too cold? cold.
5: (laughs) Snowing? Oh, it was snowing before. Oh, good up up on the mountains. You'd be mean. But you work outside.
2: Do you work outside mostly?
5: Yeah, they've got us working outside at the minute.
2: Oh, have you? Have you got <laughs> gloves on?
5: Oh, only in the mornings.
2: Oh, well, you're
1: tough. <laughs> so you're <laughs> you're actually on site at the moment. How many of you working there, mate? I've
5: uh, got three builders and then a couple of painters inside at the minute. Okay, so we've just got the builders.
1: So if you win there this thousand, if you win this thousand bucks, Lockie, what what's happening? What are you going to do?
5: It'd have to be a and beers on Friday, I'd say. Top man. <laughs> Top man. Cool. Well,
2: hopefully your workmates will help you out with some of these answers then.
5: Yeah, definitely.
2: All right, then. Cool. So we're going to give you 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. Uh, it's quick fire. So if you don't know the answer, say pass, and we'll come back at the end if there's time. Uh, and definitely get your workmates to help you, but we'll only accept the answers that you give us, Lockie, okay?
1: Yep, that sounds good. Awesome. Good, good luck, mate. Here we go. A tick is the logo for what sports brand? Nike Yes, what day is Waitangi Day? February 21st
5: No 7th
1: No 6th Yes, who wrote the play Hamlet? Romeo, oh, Shakespeare Yes, what team won State of Origin last night? New South Wales Yes, Tim the Tall Man Taylor is a character from what TV sitcom? Pass Zac Efron played Philip Carlyle in what musical movie?
5: High School Musical?
1: No uh, what Hips Don't Lie singer hosted the Super Bowl halftime show last year? Here. Yes. Ish Sodhi plays what sport for New Zealand? Sorry? Ish Sodhi plays what sport for New Zealand? Cricket. Yes. What Marvel movie starring Scarlett Johansson is used, uh, due to be released next month? Cricket-o. Yes. Name the female rapper that revealed her second pregnancy at the BET Awards today. Cardi B. Yes.
2: Tim the Tall Man Taylor is Oh, ah!
1: damn.
2: <laughs> oh, damn, we got 8 oh. out of 10, Lockie. So close. You did, oh, well. You did really well. Um, Tim the Tall Man Taylor is a character from Home Improvement, which is actually a show from the 90s. You're probably way too young for that. And Zac from played Philip Carlyle in the musical The Greatest Showman. But thanks, oh, nice. thanks, for playing. Yeah, Lockie. Play,
1: play again one day soon, Lockie. Hopefully, we'll get that smoker for you, mate.
0: Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Facebook.
1: Just search JJ and Flinny.
0: More FM. I
2: was tagged, in, I don't use LinkedIn very much, but I am on LinkedIn. Mm. Um, and uh, You're job hunting, mate? No, I just I don't even know why I'm on there because you get so many requests from people to join up. So mm. I joined up, but mm. no point because I've been in the same job forever. But um, someone tagged me in a post over the weekend. A lady called Christy Christiansen. I I've never met her. I don't know her. Mm. Never heard of her before, but she's a female inclusion expert. So she's, you know, all about empowering women and, um, get, you know, getting fair deals for women in the workplace and yeah, stuff cool, like that. Cool. So uh, she wrote this post, and I was, I, I was amused by it. But I just want to, um, play you, uh, a little bit. I'll read some of the post out to you there were five
3: men and four women around the table discussing this latest New Zealand meth doco, and one of the men decided to drop his opinion of how JJ Finney criticised it and how she was a fat dyke. So I was stunned. I pointed out she was not a lesbian, and her life had been threatened by someone on meth, so that's why she felt so strongly on the subject. Her being his version of fat had nothing to do with anything, and he could have been seen as overweight himself, but I digress. So the ladies all supported the fact that she's not a lesbian, but they moved on to, didn't she bring home some toy boy from South America? And they began ranting about that. So in a pause, I said, do you consider that if JJ was a man, this probably wouldn't have made the media and you wouldn't have picked up on her weight, her sexuality or where she got her boyfriend? So many New Zealand men think that they are accepting and that everyone has equal opportunity. Then something like this happens, and I know we still have such a long way to go to change the underlying beliefs that people who are not like us are somehow less than.
1: Wow. Before we get to the serious stuff, Mm. the toy boy was from Algeria, which is miles away from South America.
2: That's right. (laughs) And I mean, you wouldn't say no if he was sitting on you. Trust me. (laughs) He's a babe. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah. not the point I just really i'll I'll share with you my response in a minute, but I just really want to talk about this because we obviously haven't it's this is not about me. It's about like why are we doing this to people? Why are we still bringing people down? No wonder we have so many insecurities Gosh. about what we look like when people are still having these conversations.
1: It's rank, isn't it? All right. Sure is. I look forward to hearing your response. We'll do that in two songs' time.
2: Talking about something uh, pretty serious, I guess, Christy Christensen, she's a female inclusion expert, um, wrote this blog on her LinkedIn and tagged me in. uh, And this little conversation came up uh, at a table she sat at over the weekend.
3: One of the men decided to drop his opinion of how JJ Finney criticised it and how she was a fat dyke. But they moved on to, didn't she bring home some toy boy from South America? And they began ranting about that.
2: I have to say, I'm slightly amused because I, I get it. I'm in the public eye, so I'm fair game. Mm. Okay? We, we can all talk about people in the news and celebrities and stuff, whatever. Doesn't worry me. But I was just, like, concerned that this sort of talk still goes on about people. Mm. Um, I said, I did reply. I said it amused me because what if I was a lesbian? Is that a problem?
1: Of course it isn't.
2: It's not. They say it like it's an insult.
1: yeah. Are we, still, are, we still, That's just, are we still there, yeah. are we?
2: And yeah. I get that I'm slightly overweight, but does that make me unworthy of having my own experiences and opinions? And it doesn't. Yeah, you know, my boyfriend, he is from North Africa, Algeria, and if anyone has a problem with the age gap, they're also ageist. Obviously, people <laughs> at the table don't understand that it's actually about a connection rather than age. I'm just sort of concerned this kind of judgmental talk goes on these days, but I don't worry about what people have to say about me because I don't care. I don't need to, you know, I don't need everyone to like me, just like I don't like everyone. Mm. But it's great to call out people for putting people down about what's on the outside. The way things are going, though, I doubt much is going to change, unfortunately. Mm. And then I signed off JJ Feeney, the fat lesbian cougar.
1: (laughs) Um yeah, all good on you. Good on you for a You know what, like just because um just because we are in a job that's in the public eye, yeah. I still think people shouldn't say things like that. Like I was going through one of the worst times of my life last year and I was feeling mentally really low. Yeah. Really low. Like I was in a bit of a black hole to be honest, and somebody wrote on our Facebook page, um they wrote about how ugly I was and that my kid should be embarrassed to have, a, to have a dad like me. And normally I could go, okay, well, you're not a very nice person for writing that. But at mm. the time, I felt devastated because I was already feeling bad. Yeah. So if you are going to write something about people's appearance, you don't know what they're going through at the time. You don't know what damage you could do to them. You, right. you don't even know them. And you don't know what they're going through. So be very careful when you write stuff. Because I'm well, glad I was strong enough to take that and go, okay. But I wasn't – there was a part of me that wasn't. There was a part of me that was feeling horrific that someone said that about me.
2: Why do you care? They don't know you. Yeah,
1: exactly. Besides,
2: you are mildly attractive to some people.
1: Well, to the odd (laughs) one in a million.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We are all telling each other that it's what's on the inside that counts, but we're not checking ourselves. And so it's so no wonder that we, especially women, are so insecure about their looks when these attitudes still exist. Yep, absolutely. So we need to stop criticizing people for what's on the outside, and instead praise them for their actions. Mm. Are they doing good things? Are they a good person?
1: That's what it matters. That's
2: all that matters, really, it is. isn't it? So yeah. we, what it's twenty twenty one now. We need to really be stepping this up and stop it.
1: Totally agree. Uh, Jackie has texted in. Thank you, Jackie. She said, JJ, I've been overweight my whole life. I've been judged every single day for it. People think you're not intelligent. You see, you can see them change as they get to know you. So true, Jackie. Some things don't change. Well, they should. Yeah. Totally how many times it.
2: have you judged someone when you first saw them or met them? And then later you got to know them and you thought, oh my God, so different to what I thought. Yeah. We have best friends or whatever. That's why you should just stop doing it. Because would you like that t- done to you? No, exactly. we mean to love each other.
0: Yep, bang on, mate. <laughs> this is the JJ and Flinny catch-up. Subscribe now. More FM.
2: Flinny I met uh, a hilarious writer uh, a couple of weeks ago, Emily Writes oh, NZ, if you want to follow her on Instagram. She
1: is funny. She's very funny. Yeah,
2: so her and a friend uh, have been doing these shows around New Zealand because they're parents and they tell, they get up and it's not comedy, but they tell hilarious parenting stories. Yeah. And I had to get her on because I really want you to hear this. Uh, I mean, every woman who's ever had a baby will totally... Totally relate to this, and you'll also probably put your hand and your your, your your you know your hand on your face as you hear the story. <laughs>
4: Emily, hi. hi, 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 JJ. Well,
2: it's great to have you on the show, and I know that this is one of your golden pieces from the show that you've toured. But your show's <laughs> over now,
4: so I'd love you to share it with our More FM family if you could. So, and um, basically, I had been um, birthing my second baby at home, but eventually we felt like we could go into hospital. So we went into Wellington Hospital. It was about four in the morning. And at Wellington Hospital, they have a security guard in the lift. And when I stepped into the lift with my husband, I had a massive contraction. And I just started like screaming. (laughs) And I screamed at him, please help me, help me. And he was like, we're almost there. And then I just felt this overwhelming, overwhelming urge to push yeah. and I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna have my baby in the lift I can't believe this <laughs> and I was wearing a nightie I pulled off my undies yeah. and my husband was just mortified he was like we're two seconds away from the labor ward yeah. and I was like no I could feel the baby's head like he's coming there's no way and I squatted down and I like did the biggest push and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to catch my baby. This is amazing in a lift. And then I bent down, and I gave birth, but it wasn't to my baby. Oh. <laughs> it was something else. Oh, no! onto the floor of the lift. Oh. And my husband was just mortified. <laughs> and then the minute the contraction is over, you're like a normal person again. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I've done this. And i like picked up my underwear and was like, oh, I'm so sorry to the guy in the lift and he was just like frantically pressing the button to try and get the lift door open and then like the lift doors opened and I like stepped over it I was like I'm so sorry um and then my husband was like are you gonna pick it up and I was like well I don't have a doggy bag like what am I need to do and then he like did the bro nod to the lift guy and was like oh sorry bro like that's not gonna (laughs) cut it yeah and I told that story in Wellington the first show yeah and two midwives came up to me and they were like We've always wondered who did that and just <laughs> left it in the list. Yeah, the talk of the hospital, a legendary story. <laughs> oh, Emily, that is but quite what classic. Could I do. I couldn't take it with me. Well, you can't, mate. You
1: yeah. can't. No. I mean, it's very understandable. I'm sure every single woman who has given birth who's listening was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I can see how that could happen very yeah. easily.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Emily, yeah. what you write in a weekly newsletter with uh, funny stories from your parenting and stuff like that, don't I you? I do. Yeah. Text Emily to 559 to get the uh, link to sign up. Thank you you so much for chatting with us. Thanks, mate. Thanks
1: for having me. Oh my god, <clears throat> what a story! Can anybody can anybody top that? Or do you have an amazing, funny birthing story? Mm, it, Maybe not that exact thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it might be a long shot, but we'd love to hear. Michelle, hello. Good evening. How are you? Good. Now we know you've got a funny story. We'll just uh, remind you to keep it uh, family yeah, friendly. We're
1: uh, there's kids <laughs> listening, so yeah. Let's, let's hear it, yeah, mate. No problem. Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, I was. Yeah,
5: sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was sorry. about
4: to pretty much go into um, labour yep. and uh, started getting labour pain, first baby. Mm. And um, I hadn't bothered, um, you know, sort of cleaning up down there and, and re-waxing and all that sort of thing because I wanted to leave it to the last minute. Yeah. Well, I'm in labour, so yep. I get my hair-removing cream out and um, got for the bikini getting the bikini line sorted out. Yeah. And then I get a couple of really strong contractions. Of course, you lift your leg up and it's all and all that sort of thing. Mm. And then I jump in the shower and um, I've ended up making quite a bit of a mess oh. And uh, down there. And I end up looking a bit like a chicken board. A checkers <laughs> board? <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure that I don't know
2: what the doctor thought. Oh. All right. Yeah, I was going to say the midwife or the doctor never said anything, though, did they? <laughs> No, they
4: did have a kind of a weird look, like, mmm, what were you trying
1: to do? <laughs> what <laughs> the <laughs> hell have we got here?
4: <laughs> is it I
2: mean, honestly, exactly. I've, never, I've never had a baby, so is it honestly something that's on your mind when you're uh, giving birth, about what, well,
4: you know, I think <laughs> the appearance? I think the first time, the, the next three I didn't really care about, oh, I right. certainly wasn't going to go near the hair removing cream again after that, <laughs> <or> after that <laughs> debacle, <laughs> but yeah, like you're sort of, you know, you're thinking these people want to be looking, and you sort of, you know, you don't want to present yourself at your peers. <laughs> Put a
0: bit of lippy on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the JJ and Flinny catch up. Thanks for listening. Catch JJ and Flinny on More FM 3 pm weekdays. Wow. For more, follow JJ and Flinny on Instagram and Facebook.